Hello and welcome to The Point of Everything. My name is Ono Sullivan and today's guest on The Point of Everything podcast is Karen Sheridan from Slow Skies. Slow Skies have been releasing music since 2012, 2013 and they've just released, she's just released, debut album Realign. It's really, really good. I liked Slow, Sk- Slow Skies back in the day. I guess the Keepsake EP, the Close EP... And Realign kind of came out of, it was kind of, it's almost like a reminder of how good Slow Skies are. And it sounds like the sound has developed over those few years that she was away. And we kind of talk in the next 20, 25 minutes or so about kind of the journey of writing and making these songs. Because it definitely does sound like it was a journey for Karen. She went on a writer's retreat in Sweden with the express idea of writing music for the album and she kind of, well, she says that she developed writer's block during it and she kind of found it hard to kind of crack, you know, kind of just crack that thing, that that essence that kind of uh, helps you on your journey towards making the thing that you want to make as an artist. So it was really, really interesting to hear her talk about that. I think that it's something that a lot of artists maybe should talk about more kind of like the hardships that you kind of face along the way because a lot of the times it can kind of seem like oh you click your fingers and that's me clicking my fingers by the way I don't know if you can hear it but I'm not very good at clicking my fingers but that's probably the right analogy for an act making an album nowadays you expect to click your fingers and magically have an album but it doesn't always work out that way those fingers sometimes they don't click so we talk about that we talk about uh what she's been up to the past few years the album was fully recorded in 2016 and ready to go but she says she kind of sat on it for a while and it's just out now it's out on anti-fragile music there'll be an album a physical release uh vinyl that you can buy um, that'll be available as you're listening to that it's not up right now as I'm recording this intro but I'll make sure to tweet it out and everything so uh, keep your eyes peeled for that and keep your eyes peeled for anything that Slow Skies is up to for the rest of the year she's not 100% sure of what she's going to be doing over the summer or for the rest of the year but hopefully there'll be a few more live shows certainly later on in 2018 but I think that the album Realign It's 10 tracks and the title track, as you'll hear on the podcast interview with Karen, I think is absolutely brilliant. And yeah, it's it's something that will keep you going for the full year. So, uh, yeah, check out Realign. But first of all, check out this interview with Karen from Slow Skies. Okay, so like congratulations on the album that came out last week. How, How are we feeling like the day of and how are you feeling now? Thank you. Um, well, I suppose I kind of feel I feel very happy um, that it's out finally in the world. Like I've had it for probably the guts of a year and a half recorded. So it was just kind of between lots of different things. I kind of decided to just leave it a little while before I released it. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of nice. It's nice to kind of get messages to hear people finally listening to it, you know. Uh, but I also feel like when I release something, I kind of feel a little bit removed from it. It's like, okay, that's done. Now I can move on to the next thing. So it's it's kind of a strange one. I can't really um, articulate it very well, but I'm happy, definitely happy. That's great. Um, like 
I hear that you're sitting on it for like 18 months and my instant thing was like you're always if you listen back to it you're always going to hear like things you don't like aren't you you're always going to be like oh I want to change that so much I know do you know what it's really funny because I always feel and I've always been like this with all my music that I've released I kind of love it I listen to it and listen to it and listen to it and listen to it to kind of find the flaws or see if I want to kind of like as we're recording I kind of like listen 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 change stuff all the time and then once it's done I'm pretty happy with it because we've been kind of plugging away in it for a while and then it's really funny because the minute I release it that's when I start going oh I wish that kind of vocal sounded a little bit more you know so I think when it's there and when I've kind of completed it it's fine I don't really pick out the flaws it's only once I've released it that I just actually can't listen to it anymore it's really weird I don't know why but I think it kind of also helps me kind of move on from it or something that it's out there in the world I don't ever listen to it again and then I play it live or whatever and then move on to writing more stuff um, so you released it about 18 months ago so that's the start of or you finished recording it 18 months ago the start yeah. of 2016 yeah. so like so yeah. like yeah. How how long were you working on it before then? You released a couple of EPs back in 2013 and stuff, and then was it kind of two years of the album? Yeah, so, yeah, it probably was, actually. So I finished writing the songs for this at the end of 2015, and then I was kind of traveling for a bit. So kind of, you know, was doing different things and didn't really get around to recording it um, until, God, when was it? 2016 oh god I can't even remember but anyway yeah so I'd say I probably started the writing of it in 2014 but like I've said this already in a couple of interviews that like I just wrote so much like terrible stuff for a long time (laughs) like really really bad because I was really trying so hard you know I was really trying so hard to write good songs and you know I wanted them to be really like you know, kind of cool, (laughs) you know, that they'd be, people would be like, wow, cool, fresh music. But it just never, I think the minute you start thinking about what other people are going to think, it just completely straight jacketed me. You know, I just couldn't think of anything to say. I couldn't think of anything cool. (laughs) So I think I did that for a long time, probably could have been the guts of a year. And, and then, once I let that all go, once I kind of decided, you know what, it doesn't really matter if I write anything good or if I write anything bad. It doesn't matter whether I write an album or not. I'm just going to write and see what happens. And then I started kind of, then the, the songs kind of came then. So like, did you did you feel a pressure in writing like a debut album or like were you trying just not to think about it? Yeah, I kind of... I think I really wanted to have an album, like a full kind of collection of songs that actually worked together and and kind of, I don't know, kind of um, represented that part of my life, whatever time period I wrote it in. Um, and I think around the time when I started writing, I was kind of writing some stuff. You know, people would send me dance tracks to write on or, you know, people would be talking to me and really well-intentioned, like, oh, you just need to get one hit, you know, and then you're, you're like, you'll be like up there, you know, touring the world. And I just kind of, 
completely froze. I was like, oh my God, write a hit? What the hell? What does that mean? Um, And tried, I suppose, in my own way to do that. But I mean, it just, that's never really been my style. I'm never going to write any hits. Um, So I think that was kind of the place I started writing the album. And I think I definitely didn't have any pressure, like external pressure, um, pressure to write an album. But for me, I think I had my own uh, self-imposed pressure to kind of like write something that actually meant something to me and that I kind of would be proud of in years to come looking back and going, oh, you know, I wrote that and it wasn't just like flung together and, you know, I don't know, just like, oh, I now have 10 songs, let's put it in an album. It was kind of well well thought out and um, yeah, and just kind of represented where I was in that in that moment. I I do think that that kind of comes across in the album. Like I like one of the questions I wanted to ask was Yay. kind of a, a, <laughs> about the flow of the album. Like I think that it goes really really well. Kind of like the start of it, and then I think the last three or four tracks, I think they just sound perfect as kind of like the last like twenty minutes of an album. It really kind of takes you on a journey, and that that sounds like something that you wanted to do with it. Yay! Yeah, that sounds that's amazing to hear that because. I suppose like from me, like listening to albums, I love that kind of experience of, you know, and obviously, you know, you hear that so much these days that it's it's very rare that you actually sit down and listen to an album. And even me, like I rarely do that now. But, you know, my experience like before, you know, the old Spotify came along <laughs> um, was, you know, I'd buy like a CD and I'd stick it on and I'd, you know, I'd listen to it from start to finish. Um, and I suppose when I was when I was putting it together, I didn't really think about it when I was writing the songs because I think the main thing for me anyway is that I can't, I I don't have any kind of agenda when I'm writing. It's just like whatever kind of comes out and if I'm excited about it, then I know it's probably worth, you know, keeping writing it. Um, And then once we went into the studio, it was very much like, okay, you know, spending a lot of time listening to different songs and thinking, oh, I really like the sound or the way they did this and, you know, and then thinking, like, I had lots of different kind of ideas of, like, what order they'd be in. Um, and then I suppose you just kind of settle on, okay, this is what makes sense. It's not really, um, I think it's kind of intuitive, really, that you kind of go, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And that feels like a nice, a nice lineup or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I'm delighted that translates. And also, I like, the, start, the starting track, um, which Connell did a lot of the instrumental kind of, detailing on that we kind of I really wanted kind of an instrumental to open it and kind of you know bring you into the world and then it kind of comes in at the end in the last song so I was so excited about that Mm -hmm. that we ended up doing that Uh, uh, the the album of course is called Realign and that there's the I think it's the longest song on the album is Realign as well and that's kind of I like I think that that's kind of the standout track for me anyway on the first couple of listens that I've had of the album did did that come mm. early on in the process and was that kind of like the moment of clarity that you kind of needed with it to kind of see where you were going to go with with this Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's actually my favorite song on it and I kind of feel like it was kind of I suppose the experience I had of writing and in my own kind of personal life you know, I was going through, you know, ups and downs in life, you know, the usual stuff. And I kind of, 
I was kind of at a very kind of um, like a crossroads almost in my life of like, what will I do, you know, in various different aspects of my life. And I think that that song was kind of like an eye opener in a way. And also, again, I never really think that at the time. It's only in hindsight that I can say that. But like, I, I think with that song, it was kind of the moment where I was like, oh, you can actually rearrange things to suit yourself or to make your life better and transform in ways, you know, that you, you're not always stuck, you know, it's a journey. And yeah. So I think with that song, whenever I hear it, I actually just, or whenever I play it actually, cause I'm not really listening to it anymore, but when I was recording it and when I played it, I always feel like a real sense of joy. And so, yeah, that's, that's definitely one of my favorites. Um, and I think that you kind of touched on it earlier, just kind of like what kind of sound you wanted from the album. Like it's a very kind of intimate sounding album. Like it's one that you can kind of mm. put headphones on and kind of get lost in a little bit. But um, like you, you said in the press release, you'd bought an electric guitar, various electronic bits, trying to make some cool music, but it just wasn't working. <laughs> like did did you kind yeah. of feel... Like, I don't, I don't know if you've kind of already answered the question, but like just kind of at a crossroads of where you wanted to go with the sound, like w- were you thinking like people are telling me I need to go this way, but I want to go that way? Yeah, like that wasn't, I suppose that wasn't really conscious, but it was kind of like I was trying really hard to, you know, again, like I was writing or I was trying to write stuff that might be maybe crossed into electronic kind of sounding stuff or, you know, some people were telling me, oh, you should do this and this would be really cool with this. And, you know, it just, I suppose I was just trying really too hard and then nothing, I mean, all the stuff I was writing was really bad. So, I, I then kind of just went back to um, acoustic, but it wasn't like a conscious, like, oh, I'm actually just going to bring it back to basics and, <laughs> you know, scrap all the electronics, they're crap. I just, that's what I was drawn to. And it just ended up being like that, but it wasn't like a conscious decision. Um, but it was just, yeah, it just kind of happened that way. Like, that's what I was drawn to. And then I just ended up writing everything really, really simply. I just like let go of like trying to, you know, learn any cool guitar stuff or, um, you know, try any kind of producing on Ableton because I'm really bad. <laughs> so I'd be like trying to like write beats or whatever and it just was so bad. So I just let go of all of that and just went back to my acoustic where I kind of, I suppose that's where I started out anyway writing. So yeah, that was it really. And you, you, like you also started writing the album on a writer's retreat in Sweden. Like that didn't that didn't yeah. kind of was, was that kind of the same part? It was kind of like you were just trying to find what you wanted to to do with the sound, and it just kind of wasn't coming. Yeah, exactly. There's one song on the album that that came from that time, um, and the rest was way after, um, and. Oh, that's literally the only song that I wrote, like I actually full song I wrote in those five weeks or whatever. And again, like it was just like a lot of pressure to, you know, be on a, be in kind of a very quiet place. And, you know, everyone thinks, wow, it's amazing to have all that time. But I actually think it was just too much. And um, like the expectation to have loads of stuff or have a whole album when I came back was just too much. And that was my own, you know, expectations on myself and um, 
and I just ended up like I had a really, really nice time. I met really nice people over there and they were, you know, the Swedish people who hosted us were so lovely. Um, but yeah, it was quite frustrating. But I think I've definitely heard that before. You know, a lot of writers, when they kind of have a lot of time in their hands, just end up faffing around. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> was it kind of writer's block or was it just like you, you couldn't find? Yeah. yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just had nothing really. I kind of, and I remember kind of trying to listen to lots of music when I was there and, you know, to get inspired. <laughs> like, I just I, I read loads and I did you know and I you know was out in the nature and it was lovely so I suppose it was part of the process of like maybe I had to do that to kind of then write more stuff you know months later but um, yeah it definitely was some, some form of writer's block um, and again I remember downloading Ableton before I went and you know trying to like I was really determined to get you know um, some sort of producing or some, you know, learn a bit more about producing. But again, that just didn't work. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like, it, it's something that, I don't know, you don't really hear about this kind of like, I don't know if you call it a crisis in confidence or something, but like mm. th- these these things that come, I think it's really interesting to hear that like you did kind of go through this bad patch, but now you're kind of out the other side and you do have this album to show for it. It's like a really nice thing to have kind of at the end of the journey, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I think like for me, it was it's even nicer to kind of, you know, know that like I just didn't have, to, I didn't really like I did it because I wanted to. It wasn't like I was like, you know, I needed to be this way. It, it was very, it was from a very honest place and it wasn't trying to be anything. And I think I'm even more proud of it because of that, because there was no, you know, there was lots of times where I thought, oh, will I even, will I bother, you know, trying to get an album together? Or will I bother even recording the songs that I have? And, and now that I have it and it, you know, it feels very, you know, true to what I, you know, what I was experiencing in my life and all that, that I'm, it's even nicer to kind of be out the other end of all the writer's block and all those terrible songs I did (laughs) that, you know, I have something that's like, oh, okay, this is, this is kind of, you know, um, you know, representing me. And I think when I'm older, I'll look back and be like, oh, that was a nice job. That's great. Um, and and yeah, like, hopefully, but, <laughs> who knows? But yeah, hopefully that would be great. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's a great cast as well on the album. Like recorded with yeah. Burr Quinn, who's also recorded and toured with Villagers and loads of other acts. Pat O'Leary on keys, Michael Quinn on drums, Joe Furlong on bass, Danny Snow on double bass, Leah Wright on violin, and Matt Rafter on cello. Do you kind of pinch yourself at times? Like, wow, this is such a. Like, I know. Yeah. How how do I know They're all old. of these super talented people? I know. I actually like because because the right or the recording process took place over quite a long time. I kind of forgot that we had all those people in and out. Like because you know that was all that wasn't just in like the space of a month of you know getting everyone in. It was kind of like oh you know Danny Snow came like you know a year before say Pat you know in in recording. So. Then when I kind of had the album all together, I was like, wow, there's actually amazing musicians on this. And they, they've really added so, so much to it. And um, so, yeah, I feel 
super fortunate because I think, you know, my songs are there, but it just, to have those musicians on them just makes them sound so much more alive and um, and the songs just seem so much more, like, well-rounded because of their input. So it's, yeah, it's amazing. And the artwork as well, I think I saw it and I was like, wow, that looks really, really great. It's by a Galway artist, uh, Lola yeah. Lola Donahue. Tell me about how you came across yeah. her work and this artwork. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just love, love her stuff. Um, I think I can't remember. I think maybe a friend of mine showed me to her on Instagram or something or showed me her stuff. Um, and I kind of I had been thinking about other artwork and, you know, had a couple of different drafts of other stuff. And it just wasn't really like it was fine. But I was like, oh, this doesn't really kind of feel like completely right. And then I saw her stuff and I just I just love the kind of textures and the colors. And I kind of felt like it kind of like the artwork almost kind of feels like transformation or feels like a kind of a a moment in time or you know, that kind of like hazy kind of dream like quality or something. So I got on I got in touch with her and I was like, Any chance this is only <laughs> maybe two months ago, I was like, Any chance you might think about this and thinking, you know, like you know, she's super busy, no way. Um, and she was like, yeah, absolutely, would love to. So, yeah, that was amazing. And she, so she kind of redid like kind of a work of hers and sent it on to me. So, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, is is the album going to get a physical release? Is that something that's like in the works? Yes, yeah. So it's going to be on vinyl. We don't have CDs, but we will have vinyl. So really excited, especially with the artwork, because I think the physical kind of that whole um, Lola Donahue's piece will look beautiful on vinyl. So, yeah, that will be hopefully ready for Thursday, for tomorrow. Oh, yeah. okay, great. So, yeah. Um, yeah, well, people, if they're listening in and wondering what's happening tomorrow, it's your album launch. It's taking place with Homebeat, but alas, people will be listening to this after the fact. But like, ah, what? Ah, okay. Well, they'll be online at some point, so... Do not fear. <laughs> and and so, like, what what are the plans then for the rest of the year after tomorrow? Like live shows. Yeah, I know. I think I think I'll probably do some more shows, but I'm kind of, um, I don't really have any plans. Um, I'm kind of very content with that, though. I'll I'll kind of see towards the end of the year, you know, maybe do a small tour, but it will be very intimate kind of shows and. Um, yeah, and hopefully write some more. I kind of feel like now that the album's out, I can kind of let go of that and write some new songs. I wrote a new song um, last week for the first time and I can't even remember. So that was nice. Wow. Um, so yeah, yeah. That's great. Well, listen, Karen, uh, congratulations on the album. As you can tell, I think it's it's really, really great. And uh, yeah, looking forward to kind of getting into it more. I've only had a few listens to it. But yeah, it does, it does seem like that album that you're going to kind of, I'm going to go back to over the course of the year. Yay, thanks so much, <laughs> And best of luck with the show and best really of luck with the rest it. of the year and everything else. Yeah, thank you so much.